You recognize that, don't you? Crack em. Crack em. Oh, man. You know why I played this song, don't you, Brad? Why? Because I've got a hangover that has a stranglehold on me right now. Woo! First hangover. There's nothing better than building up your immune system with a good hangover. Oh, my God. It's like practice. It's practice for having the virus. I'm drinking a Narragansett out of a cup right now that says, <laughs> don't hog the nog. <laughs> a gift from a fellow liquor, Missy Baker. Don't hog God, the nog. Dude, give her a lick. Oh, man, dude. All this right, folks. My first hangover of the... Uh, my first hangover of the uh, self-isolate... Not... What do you call this? Uh, the social distancing stay-at-home era. You know his drinking habits. He must have went to town last night. Mm. I did, dude. <laughs> I don't think we've actually talked about... We can get into it in a bit. I'm going to have to pee in a second. We haven't actually... Whoa, are you all right? <laughs> yeah. Just had some medicinal cannabis to help my uh, my headache here. Remember, your father listens 15 minutes in. Hey, man, the world's going to end. I might as well let my freak flag fly. Wait, maybe your dad's got plenty of time. He's listening to the whole cast. It's true, dude. Hi, Mr. Hollis. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Um, I think something we ought to talk about today is how we do, because we're different personalities in terms of uh, what we need socially and the, the kind of human contact we need. Sid's a lot more fun. He likes to be around people. I'm fine by myself. Be- and I, we, we should probably talk about that. I don't know if we've talked about that yet. No, we haven't. That's a great, great point you're making. Um, we should also talk about some... Yeah. So you're kind of like I think what you're leading into is that like you're sort of like you prefer your alone time and you uh, like you're alone well, a lot at your place yeah. aside from me coming over like you're kind of alone at your house most of the time anyway. Yes. Now, granted, I'm not home for hours and hours at a time. I'd usually say, besides a day off, I'm home. You know, when the world is functioning normally. Yeah. At, it, at the bare minimum, after like six, maybe yeah. even seven, maybe even eight. So like you're really not spending a heck of a lot of time. All of that's in the world of, you know, just nighttime anyways. Yeah. But, you know, if it's like one o'clock, you know, a couple days in a row, it's like, okay, well. But yes, I do fine on my own. Like I know how to stay busy. I know how to like be by myself. Like point being, two nights ago I had a round of Gansets and I had myself a time. Just a time. Yeah? Just happy, listening to some music, watched a little bit of a concert, kind of hung out, had a time. But I know you, and this is probably a more admirable trait, you enjoy being around people and being social and happy with other people, but has that had an effect? So-so? Not really? Great. In between? Great question. Short of being actually like isolated, which is hard for everybody. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's a great question, Brad, and I'm going to try to answer it in three parts, if I may. Uh, part one. Part one. Um, part one, in general, in the last year, I've gotten more used to hanging out alone sometimes. 
Because I just, I am like a busybody. Like, even when I'm by myself, I go to Keg and Lantern alone. I don't talk to another soul. I just sit amongst people, you know? But you like the atmosphere of people, is what I mean. Yeah, I yes. totally do. I totally do. Um, but, you know, I've kind of uh, turned a little bit of a corner on that in the last year, last six months, last three months, even more. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'll say this. I'm thankful that I've got three guitars in here. <laughs> like I sure. like I said, I've got my Taylor, my sure. acoustic travel guitar. I've got my electric Squire, and then I have my very first guitar that I ever got, my Maestro, which I keep perma- sure, the Maestro, which I keep permanently tuned to Mark Knopfler's uh, Romeo and Juliet tuning. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, so I've kind of been, and I've been doing a lot of a lot of digital FaceTiming. Here's the thing, Brad. I've met a lot of people over the years in many, many different cities. And, you know, friendships are hard to keep up when you're not with these people. But now that everyone's right. home, all these people that I used to party with in all these different cities, they're, they're, they're texting me like, I'm, I've, got a, I've got three digital happy hours a night over here. I mean, I mean, really? I mean, it's getting, it's getting out of control. <laughs> it's getting out of control. You haven't... Uh, <laughs> God, dude, I'm like, I mean, I'm like a stewardess in that show Pan Am. I'm drinking in Pittsburgh. Then two hours later, I'm drinking in Chattanooga. Then <laughs> uh, two hours after that, I'm partying in Chicago. You know what I mean? Do you change for each gathering? <laughs> I put. Yeah, I should change my shirt for this meetup. They might want to see this. You know, they might want to see this shirt because it might remind them of the time we hung out. And then I'll, you know, this this person's. You know, they're a little more into like. You know, naturally, we have different paths. They're a little more into finance. I'll put on a nice shirt. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> oh, totally, totally, dude. Big sure. Time. Can you keep holding it down? I got to pee. Yeah. Yeah. Keep talking. Um, folks, we have Claire calling in. Why don't I just... Oh, boy. Why don't I... I'm going to put it on speaker and let her... I'm going to answer it really quick. Uh, let's see. Let's see if this works. Claire. Claire. You're on the lick. Ooh. You're live on the lick. Caller number one. Hi, Claire. Hey. This, what's, what's the topic for the day? This might end up being echoey because I'm using speaker and stuff, but we'll see. What's the topic? We're just getting into it. We're talking about me being alone. Like we're talking about we're talking me. About personality types where some people prefer to be alone, whereas like these times are tough for people who prefer to be social. Oh yes, yes, yes. We talked about this, Brad, as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because um, well, Sydney and I were saying that he was asking if I considered myself an introvert, and I'm definitely kind of both, but I'm much more comfortable being alone. Sure. I don't like being forced to stay home. Then. <laughs> It's like when I'm on a diet and I'm not supposed to eat something that I desperately, like, you know, want. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, well, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, we were saying it's tough for everybody, but who is it easier for, I guess, was the idea. Or who can keep them, yeah. Shut in like us, Brad. <laughs> yeah. And Sydney, Sydney, you want to repeat what you said about meeting with people in different cities? Oh yeah, cool, Claire. You know, you know, you know how popular I am, and how I've met people from all over the country over in my life. You know, 
Yes. So people are coming out of the woodwork to have old happy hour with Sid here. I've got I've got three digital happy hours a night, dude. Damn. I'm in I'm in Pittsburgh. I'm in I'm in Los Angeles. I'm in it's you know. Been in Pittsburgh. I'm in Jersey. I'm in Jersey City. Oh God. Dude. Well, is that is that the guy you usually team up and do DraftKings with? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pop over the border to place a couple of bets. <laughs> Did you risk your health to go over to Jersey to place a bet whether Brady would stay or not? <laughs> whether Brady is what? Like, you know, this happened last week when this was going down, so did you go over to Jersey and place a bet whether Brady would stay or not? Oh, I should have, dude. I should have. I wonder how DraftKings is doing during this time. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind the economy. How is DraftKings doing? <laughs> <laughs> the recession's going to hit hardest <laughs> through DraftKings. Dude, there's no sports going on, you know? Well, it's part of some people's income. Pornhub's really making a name for themselves being so generous and all. You heard about that, right? No. What, what are they, they doing? doing? What they do? Oh, shoot. I should be reporting stuff I half know about. I think they just donated some money or something. I'm, I'm sure a lot of big corporations are across the board. Dude, if I'm going well, to be honest. Well, they're doing very well. If I'm going to be honest. But the, but the joke is that, like, Pornhub's donating money when we're all these, like, mega churches right now. Still telling sure. more people to, uh, give their money to the church. But anyway, that's sure. another conversation. Whoa, Claire with a red hot take. Damn. Jeez, <laughs> um, oh man. That's uh, let's talk about something more fun. Oh, yes, what you were saying about all these virtual happy hours. Um, my family was never into FaceTime before, and suddenly now we are. So it's actually, I've talked to people that I didn't talk to as much on a normal day. Not my family, but other friends than are like now. Like you're saying, yeah. like it's funny how everybody like wants to talk when it's like, man, I haven't talked to you in two years, but sure, let's do happy yeah. hour, a virtual happy hour. Why not? You've yeah. also done virtual happy hour, Claire. Actually, I haven't, but I've just done these Zoom meetings and more FaceTime than I, I don't really traditionally like FaceTime, but yeah. I started getting on, jumping on the bandwagon. Sure. <laughs> well, it's good to stay connected. Nope. Nobody's asked me to have a virtual happy hour, and they also have not challenged me to any of the shit on Instagram, like push-ups and things that they know. Well, probably shouldn't ask me to do. Uh, excuse me. Wait, what can the lift challenge people to do? Yeah, you should get a little oh, challenge. I just saw one yeah. about asses, and I thought, I actually have a photo with Sydney's bare ass that I can submit. And get that going. <laughs> <laughs> the lick challenges yeah. Yeah, lickers from Claire and I's can't, private collection. Can't be any, can't be any licking. It's not from our private collection. Because <laughs> my cousin's doing it too. <laughs> Wait, yeah, so what can your challenge be not having anything to do with licking? Well, Drink no. 10 beers. Oh, God. Come on. Maybe it's what can you gamble on? <laughs> but can you gamble from your home? Well, I think you, I mean, like, I know people, I know that someone was, like, a week ago there were people gambling on, like, Turkish League uh, basketball or something because they were so hard up to keep gambling. I mean, you don't want to do anything that's, um, 
encouraging people to go outside, so you definitely need to be comfortable. Claire, Claire at the Lick will be the judge of what we deem is socially appropriate. Uh, we already we no, already we tell our listeners not to wear seatbelts. What? We tell our listeners not to wear seatbelts. <laughs> we do? Well, I'm going to Oh, yeah, I guess so. I'm going to go after this, but I'm going to tell you how I'm living on the edge during the COVID-19. I am on my last roll of toilet paper. So Ooh. that is living on the edge these days. Ooh. Yeah, but... So somebody, somebody from out of state called me and said, wow, the supermarkets, all the, all the grocery stores must be just empty. I've been to a few, and yes, yes, paper goods like toilet paper and like paper towels are scarce, but they're not impossible to find, and the rest of the food is pretty well stocked. Yeah. So I think people like, so right, I mean, you might have to go on a little bit of a hunt, but I think people here or out of state think this all the grocery stores are barren. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Whereas I, I could make a pina colada with any type of fruit I want. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's like the produce is packed. I love it. Sid, so well, do you just run by the produce section? Yeah. My daily's fully stocked and just not allowed to go, right, Sid? So could you, tomorrow, could you run some air? Yeah, I gotta, oh, right, I gotta right. bring Claire food to her house. Wait, is Sydney gonna like get an article? See, I hope Sydney, I hope like the Post does an article on Sydney. They'll call him like the the hey. caped the caped COVID hero or something, and he's responsible for bringing like people with coronavirus beer and toilet paper, and he did it. And uh, he was a hero through this whole thing. If I get it, I'm definitely calling Sid. I'm like, yo, you need to like, you need to bring me cheese. It's Dude, I've already brought, you know, I've already brought stuff to two people that have it. Well, I know. I know, right? So, um, tomorrow. Wait, I got a challenge for the liquors. Yeah. We talked about last podcast. Here's the here's the lick challenge. Get somebody to listen to our podcast. Yeah. I love it. That's the challenge. For now, Claire, can you, you need to go find somebody who you haven't talked to in years like you were doing, and then be like, hey, you want to listen to a podcast while you're bored? Well, actually, it would just be a challenge if I listened to it, because I'm actually not a listener, so. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> okay. How long do I have to make it happen? I just, I'll listen to this episode. And you got to post about it. you got to post about it. Is it true? Some of our most loyal, besides Claire, some of our more loyal listeners, I'm not sure if they have much of a social media presence. Oh, well, Claire actually doesn't listen. She's never listened to any of it. Even the one you were on, like, last year? I don't, especially the ones I'm on, I don't listen to. I understand that, true. Claire, it's rude for you not to listen. I know it is. I'm going to start. I'm turning it in new I mean, listening to Sydney and I talk is got to be pure torture. It's not like, you know, we think we're geniuses. It's got to be torture to even hear us utter words like that. Oh, I definitely so I think so. Well, usually I just look at the time limit and I'm like an hour. I'm 
Good feedback. Good feedback, then. We just did a couple that were two hours. We're going to take these. Oh, man. That's all, that's all. If it makes you feel any better, I don't listen to any podcast. I know. I don't either. We don't either. Well, we listen to radio. If I ever start listening to them, yours, yours will be the first. I listen to Heather Locklear. I'm going to do it for this challenge. I listen to Heather Locklear's podcast. She has a podcast? <laughs> In my dreams, she does. That's so hot. Heather Locklear. Bringing it back to the 80s. <laughs> I was more of a Melrose Place guy. Oh, right, right. Not TJ Hooker. Is that her name? She might be old enough to be prime COVID candidate, so we better pray for Heather. Well, we were saying, like, <laughs> to make it, you know, sometimes, like, you know, the coronavirus feels like it's coming for you personally, which I guess it is. But we were like, well, what are what is everybody doing? Like, what is, like, Heather Locklear doing right now? She's probably just as scared. So we're all in this together, and we remember the people across the board. We can kind of come together and realize we have the same fears. Heather Locklear is just as scared. Well, the other thing is that um, last night I was trying to dance around, you know, to get the blood flow and get some exercise, and I started getting winded. So then I was scared, like, oh, my God, is this really corona? Or it's just I was reminded that I'm out of shape. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. And then I was like, oh, my God, am I going to have a panic attack thinking that I'm going to have corona and die with my cat? And I was like, I'm just going to quit this all together. What was making you so paranoid? That I was out of breath. Oh, I didn't know if you were, like, indulging in any medical cannabis. No. I don't do that. Oh. Crack them. Crack them. Okey doke. I'm gonna go for now. Well, I'll tell me when when you when this thing is done, and I'll give it a lick. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks for calling in, Claire. Stay safe, guys. Hunker down. Oh, appreciate it. Down. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. I gotta Bye. My fucking headphones. Uh, are you still there, Brad? I I almost was tempted to hang up because I was like, me oh, too. Just, me too. I should just leave. <laughs> what do I do with my leave right now? I'm going to need those. Oh, I'm here. Heather Locklear. What kind of car would you like to drive with her in the passenger seat? Wait, hang on. Let me put my headphones back in. Hold on. What? Something about the passenger seat? Well, if you, had, if you and Heather are driving around, you and Heather Locklear, what kind of car are you driving? If I was ever... Oh, if I was going to be picking her up or something? Yeah, I don't know. You're driving around Hollywood. And I'm, and I'm giving her a ride. Or we're driving together. Sure. We're in the car you're together. Just, you're just joyriding. But I'm the one driving. You and Heather. What are you driving? Ooh, what am I driving? Heather Locklear around in? Oh, dude. I mean... Have fun with it. Oh, well, oh you know me. Um, what am I driving Heather Locklear around in? Oh, man. I'm trying to... Think. Like, I'm looking over... So I'm trying to picture, like what I want to be seen in, and also what I want to, like, look over and see her in, you know? Yes. And if I'm going to be honest, as a as a current and former Valet Parker, um, especially in my, like, high school and college job, we were in the cars for a long period of time to park in that job. 
the olfactory scent, you know, the, the smell of cars also has a thing for me. So what scent do I want to be smelling whilst I look at Heather Locklear? Dude, ah, you ready for this? Yeah. And I'm not trying to be funny. Okay. But some kind of a, like, the highest, sportiest, like, like a luxury edition Honda Prelude. Like, one of those, like, little Honda sports cars. Well, their version of a sports car. No, dude. Take it back. Take it back. Oh. I just like the smell of Honda leather seats, man. Just something about it. It's <laughs> just something about it. If I'm, and if I'm gonna be like in a dream situation where I'm driving Heather Locklear around, like I'd like that smell. I'd like that smell. Wow. Yeah. I love that. So I think I'm gonna look it up on the internet here. I think the Prelude was one of their little sportier cars. Let's see. Maybe maybe they still make. It. I don't even know. I haven't I haven't been in a Honda in years. I don't. I guess they don't. Anyways, whatever. A Honda. Uh, was that was that not detailed enough? Did I did I mail it in there? Let's see. No, that was wonderful. Oh man, honestly, honestly, dude. Oh shit. Honda Accord, but one of the '80s ones. Oh. Oh no. No. All right. Hold on. It is a Honda Prelude. What color? Um, let's see. What color would it be? Yellow. Canary yellow, dude. Canary oh. yellow. I'm thinking maybe a 1990 Prelude. I'm just looking it up. Uh, she's just... Oh, wow. Yep. A 1990 Prelude with, the, uh, with those lights that pop up. Look it up, folks. <laughs> Have you, can you see it from your end? Sharp, um, sharp. 1990. What? Uh, spell it. What is it? Again? Actually, red. I love a good red Honda with the black all, like accents. 1990 Honda Prelude. Oh God. Dude, oh, you just, were you were invited to like the Ninja Turtles two premiere. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, hey, they're a hot couple in town. Like, you know, it's a fun movie. It's kind of kids, but you know, it's like the Ninja Turtles really popular. It's like it's like a fun movie to like have celebrities come out to and just support. <laughs> and there's like free pizza you're like oh let's definitely go <laughs> dude <laughs> um I just imagine just fucking like peeling out on Wilshire Boulevard all night long in that thing man oh oh <laughs> it's like one of the only street names I know in LA cause it's like everywhere <laughs> dude Wilshire Boulevard's like everywhere I don't know what about Sunset Strip baby <laughs> Sunset Boulevard Dude, you know what I want to do. You know me. I'm a reality TV junkie. I'm going to pull that thing right up in front of Pump in West Hollywood, toss the keys to the valet, and take Heather in for a great uh, a great couple of frozen drinks. Sure. <laughs> couple frozens. And you took her to a place where they had the machine. <laughs> Pump out a couple of frozen drinks from the machine. Hey, I know here on the Lick that we are people that really love aquariums and restaurants, but I'll take a swirling slushy machine in front of me any day over an aquarium. <laughs> you know what I want to drive Heather around in? <laughs> What's a that? Plymouth Prowler. 
Yes. Remember those? Yeah, I'm Googling it now just to make sure. But it, it looked like an old-timey like Dick Tracy car, right? It looks like a triangle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Triangle. Oh, my God. Look at this hot That's rod. That's a fucking hot car, dude. Dude, that is a hot rod. <laughs> it's so cool. Dude, you're going to drive Heather Lockley around L.A. in one of those? I don't know if they're going to be looking at me or her. Oh, my God. Who's the girl? We want to know about the car. Dude, I just imagine you and Heather Lockley are driving around in one of those, right? You're, you're like, you're just like, you're somewhere between like the Sunset Strip or West Hollywood. Somewhere interesting. Maybe yeah. regular Hollywood even. And sure. uh, you pull up at a light and you're next to freaking Jay Leno in one of his sports cars, dude. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? I just... I just look over him and I go, race ya. <laughs> and he goes, you were on my TV show the other night. You're acting like you don't know me. Race ya. Because <laughs> I was promoting a, a movie uh, in the early 90s. I was like, uh, it never actually came out to theaters. It was like a big push, a really big push. Um, I was supposed to be the sidekick guy in like Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> like, and I was in all the promos, all the commercials, like, uh-oh, who's, like, this new guy to match up with uh, Mel Gibson and Dan- uh, Danny Glover? Yeah. So I was on all the TV shows. What do you know? Final Cut comes out. They cut out all my parts. And uh, I, I, the, reason, the reason why it works is I would just have, like, these, like, one-off monologues as, like, this funny, like, side cop character. Yeah. Whatever, I got the big paycheck. Never made it into the movies, never had a career after that. But for like a two-week period, yeah, I was known as this new action guy. And I don't know, <laughs> some, something happened. <laughs> and the, and you met her because like y'all were on the show together? Well, you know, just you know, when you're new in Hollywood and you're hot, you know, you meet at the same parties. And oh, I'm meant- a Motley Crue fan. She was married to Tommy Lee. I mentioned how oh, I meant big you of were- a fan I was of their marriage, you know. And she's like, well, <laughs> that's over with now. And I'm like, well, I got a prowler outside looking for a companion. <laughs> I thought you guys maybe met on the Jay Leno show. Like, she was the earlier guest. Ooh. Yeah. And then you guys decide to go out for drinks after. Yeah, it's, a, it's an afternoon they record in the afternoon, so we have plenty of the whole day is ahead of us. Well, then this and then this time you're seeing Jay is like your second date. Like you're hanging out two nights in a row. You had such a good time. Jay Leno's part of both. Um, Where do you take Heather Locklear for spontaneous drinks after you both get done recording in Burbank? <laughs> like right, like you're saying, you're probably out of there by what five five thirty. Sure. And you're like, hey, would you like to get a couple of drinks? Like, where are you taking her at, yeah. at happy hour on a weeknight in Burbank? The Rainbow. <laughs> oh, in Burbank? Oh, right, we're well, in Burbank. Well, you don't have, I mean, I guess you, you could drive. You could drive to L.A. You could drive the other direction. Whatever you want to do. You go to the Rainbow. That's a heavy That's a heavy metal hair metal bar forever and ever. If I'm in Burbank, uh, we're going to keep it light. We're going to go to In-N-Out Burger, have a couple milkshakes. <laughs> she'll, she'll like that side of me. Whoa. you and then, and then the people at the counter would be like, oh, my God, it's Heather Locklear and that guy from the new Lethal Weapon movie, too, that hasn't come out yet, but we think he's going to be really funny in it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's more fun for her because I'm, like, the new guy in town. Like, it's not like I'm a big star. Yeah. She's just kind of like, oh, this might be kind of fun to be with the new kid in town. I mean, dude. Little does she know, I've been making YouTube videos for years. <laughs> it 
<laughs> really hard to get them off the ground, you know? <laughs> YouTube. Oh, he's that YouTube star. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think we're considered YouTubers? Uh, uh, as in, like, that's, like, our label? Well, no, I mean, like, I there's, know. like, actual YouTubers that, like, you know, YouTube. Oh, no. Like, no, no, no. Well, those people are, like, vloggers, I guess. Dude, I've got to tell you what I'm looking at right now. I'm staring at my window at the biggest fucking loser. This guy is wearing, like, a form-fitting hoodie, these really hip Adidas soccer pants. He's carrying a cup of coffee, like a ceramic mug. Oh, maybe, oh, maybe it's an insulated mug. Either way, it's the shape of a coffee mug. And he's wearing, like, they're either house... Slippers. Sh- they're like slipper kind of house shoesy things. Yeah, the brown and, ones. And he's ranting and raving on the phone, like, with, I would assume, someone he works with. Oh. He's God. ranting and raving about what? I would assume it's about work by his body language. Like, he just looks... He's angry. upset. He's upset, yeah. And he's pacing. He's like... He's, like, pacing between, like, six different townhouses. Like, just back and forth. Maybe his girlfriend broke up with him right before the pandemic. Oh, my God. And He's it... like, what the fuck? How did this happen? <laughs> and she's like, um, and, like, I don't know. I don't care what you do. <laughs> He's like, what? You don't care what I do? <laughs> Love in the pandemic. Can you make it out? Oh. Will you make? There was an article. I didn't read it because I'm, I'm not married. But it was like, will your, will your marriage survive coronavirus? It was like on CNN.com. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. I mean, it's, and they're like, it's even worse with kids. You know, you're all trapped. Well, you know what I think is, this is all right. Here, I got, I got a take about this. If you want to hear it, well, of course, the liquors want to hear it too. I suppose we should let them. Dude, of course. All right. I think that like when this thing for for me at least right when this when I first started hearing about this thing and then I lost my job and then like or my you know got laid off whatever you want to call it and then like New York's going into like these crazy things and like stores are selling all the food and all this shit I'm like holy shit this is crazy like the world's never gonna be the same and like it was like kind of like made me think about life and like what do I want out of life and what makes me happy and why am I not doing something that makes me happy every day? And like, you know, just really uh, like having like a true check-in moment with like my sure. real self. Right. And I sure. think maybe like, maybe I'm just going to go on a limb here and say that like that's happened to uh, m- most people, but then it's like, like, as it seems like, okay, well we're actually going to be okay. Like this is, is going to like really suck and it could get, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. It's like, well, life will like continue and it's not this, it's not like as like panicky as we thought before, and so then everyone just slips back into their normal routine. So I almost think, or not normal routine, but you know, you like you stop thinking about like life with such high stakes. Like it's really easy just to like, oh, everything's gonna be the way it was. I don't need to work on myself at all. But sure. I wonder if there's like families, like let's just say a four person family, where everyone's like thinks like, oh God, we're gonna become so close and we're gonna get to know each other. And we're going to be honest and vulnerable. And this is going to be this like world-changing moment where we become closer. And then everyone realizes, like, well, this is actually going to end. And so it's just going to suck because none of us are going to change and be any more open. And we're just going to like totally want to tear each other's eyes out as opposed to like becoming real full human beings. That's my take. Sure. That's my take. Sure. 
<laughs> but yeah, I imagine it's driving families crazy. Who will survive? <laughs> Did you? I mean, the courts are going to be flooded in three weeks. Oh my god! Just divorce after divorce. Well, how, but you, <laughs> but I would assume you've got to like you've got to try to stay together just so one of you isn't like left without a home, right? Sure. Depends how cruel the other person is. Oh my god! Yeah. Depends oh. what you said. Depends <laughs> what you said. Oh my god! I would say crazy. I didn't mean it. It's just I, we were just like together. I would be insane during the coronavirus. I'd be so I'd be a, a, a brutal person to fight with in a couple. Nightmare. Nightmare. Because I'd be like, oh well, the world's gonna end tomorrow anyway, so I'll say the meanest things I can think. Yep. Of. If you need me, honey, I'll be in the basement, aka my man cave, watching Tiger King. Come see me if you need me. <laughs> Tiger King, dude. Fuck Tiger King. I'm so sick of hearing fuck about Tiger, Tiger King. King. Fuck Fucking Tiger King. Lame ass shit, dude. Ugh. I I gotta tell you, we've talked about this. I uh, you know me. I'm all about being honest. Yeah. I watched it only because. I actually never watch anything, and I was desperate. Listen, I and this is not making this up either. I didn't know that pe- everybody's watching it. I didn't know people liked it. Uh, I'm not. Re- we talked about this. I'm not totally up to what shows are cool. When sure. I ask people like, "Oh, you haven't heard of this show? You don't watch this show?" Besides big, big ones like you know Game of Thrones and all that, for sure. I know about those. But like, I actually was at the top, yeah. and I'm like, "Well, it's like seven episodes." I'm like, "This was like a couple days ago." I'm like, "I could really use like maybe I'll commit to a." Uh, a little series so I can like finish a complete story short of a movie but let yeah. me let me try because I never watch these shows yeah so I did and that's when I was like talking to somebody I'm like oh I don't know have you seen this and that person said no and the next person said yes and then we talked about it and you were like wow everybody's talking about it I'm like okay clearly top of Netflix series everybody's in a lot of people are watching this and uh, there's two things came out of it I'm glad I watched it um, considering I there See, this, this is where I contradict myself. Yeah. There was part of me that felt good that I finished a series because I don't... I can honestly say I've finished like probably one or two series ever. <laughs> I don't really watch a lot of things. I, I watched The Stranger Things season one, but I never watched two or three. And I remember when I finished that first season, I was like, wow, I can't believe I just watched a season of a show. Yeah. Because I never do it. So I watched this. It was okay. You know, right. I'm sure people are like hyped, hyped about it. There were some good characters. But right, no, you're right. It's not worth this... Hype, so fuck Tiger King, dude. Fuck Tiger King. Give it a. Give oh, me a Hey Jude. Shit. Hold on. I thought I turned the soundboard on, but I <laughs> classic. What the fuck's going on with this thing? I'll take I'll take a juicy Hey Jude through the phone, please, for myself. <laughs> All right. Let me try it once more. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, I don't know. I'll I'll get it working in a second. Okay. So, guys, biggest tragedy of the coronavirus. Soundboard's on the fritz. Soundboard sick. Oh, duh. Here we go. There we go. Give Tiger King a... (laughs) Fuck the Tiger King. Tiger King, fuck him. I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. I've I've just been so deterred from watching it because of, like, I'm also, Brad, you know, in addition to being popular in the digital happy hour world, I'm on a lot of group texts. <laughs> sure. And, like, 
uh, I would say the group texts that annoy me the most are all talking about the Tiger King. Sure. And I'm like, well, this adds up. <laughs> this adds well, up. Well, I would imagine like if you're on a thread where everybody's talking about a show you have, that's also just kind of like, let's move on. But I'll go one step further and say, in general, these are my most annoying group threads. Like, they're the ones sure. I look forward to the least. And they're the sure, ones sure, talking sure, sure. about Tiger King, which just, just is like, oh, yeah, well, that adds up. You know? Sure. Like, you and I aren't exactly texting about Tiger King, you know? Sure. Me, sure. you, and Chris are texting about Zemas. <laughs> yes. Dude, Chris is crushing some Zemas right now. He got out. He got out. My brother went back to Massachusetts, uh, which was, I think, was smart. Admirable. He's being responsible, he says. He's trying to <laughs> quarantine within the house. This is like last week. So he left last week, which he probably, I think, I think it's safe to say in New York, not everybody has it, but a fair amount probably are walking around with it. Whatever. Yeah. But he's being responsible. He's trying to stay in our basement. And so that's good. Oh, nice. That's good, man. That's, wow. I mean, he'll still be around the house a little bit, but he says he's trying to do his best. God bless. Um, well, God bless. Let's hope he's, you know, I mean, Sandy and Stan, they're, 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 uh, they're like nice, Older. young. They're young, though, aren't they? What are they in their mid 50s? Yeah. What are 60. they? 60. 60. So, what is, uh, okay, anyways. So, uh, yeah. Um, Crack em. What else can we talk about? Dude, there's a lot to talk about. Um, <laughs> there's so much to talk about. No, I did have something. Do I you wanted. think, you know, I had a thought. Do you think, I mean, nobody's perfect. And I, I could honestly see them doing it because they probably feel like it's not a big deal. Okay. Do you think like people in the middle of like, let's go, let's go Midwest. Let's say an Elks Lodge or a VFW in the middle of like Ohio, right? Pretty backwoods, like middle of nowhere. Do you think they're abiding to like social distancing or they're kind of like, well, I don't think it's going to get here in this little small town. So yes. I'm not going to stop going to my favorite hangout with my friends. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely happening, dude. That's fucking definitely happening. Yeah, because I mean, and, and part of me doesn't blame them um, because they're kind of like, well, who's coming to this town anyways? Nobody ever leaves. Nobody ever comes in. We're just going to, which could be a reasonable Thought if if that were true, yeah. we don't know if people are coming in and out, and deliveries still come in and out right. to stores, and people touch things. But I bet they're not abiding the same way. Yeah, they're probably not as worried. Sure, whether sure. they should be or not, I'm sure they aren't. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Like they're watching New York City from afar, being like, "Oh, those people are screwed." <laughs> exactly. Okay here. Totally. Exactly. You know, one hundred percent. They're like well, it's the same thing. Like they're like you high watch five. China, they're going through it. Right? China's yeah. going through it. And I know for me, I was like, what? I don't know. That stinks, but I doubt it will be as bad here. Sure. Yeah. And then all the while, people are traveling back and forth from China into the US and not on purpose, or it could be anybody. It could be Americans doing that. Yeah. Uh, and bringing it in, and then here it comes, or other tourists. And it's like, oh, it's going to hit everywhere eventually. No place is safe. Mm-mm. No place is safe. I I talked to my parents. I'm like, are you worried at being in Fitchburg? Like, well, there are two cases in town right now. Wow. And one of them was like, one person was working at a bank. It's like, oh, so who knows where that's going to travel within a town? It's going to hit everywhere. It's just hitting here 
the biggest and first, and we're a very big city. I'll tell you what, but though. Every a town, town is going to have it. A town like Fitchburg, though, I would imagine that, like, it's like it's it happens slow enough where you can start to figure out who's cheating on who. <laughs> you can start to figure. Wait. You're like, whoa. Wait, what? Like you, like a town like the size of Fitchburg. Let's like, 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 let's say this person works at the bank, right? But then, yeah. like, the only person that they that like she's friends with that gets sick is one of her friends' husbands. You know, like all of a sudden, oh. you know what I mean? Like in a small enough oh. town, in a small enough town, maybe this oh. will uh, maybe this will expose a little bit of uh, illicit romance, if you will. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I assumed the person at the hence, bank was a woman. Hence, divorce. It's gonna ruin all these relationships. Oh, dude. What if COVID nineteen? <laughs> I know we don't like these harsh days because it's not funny. Yeah. But what if part of its purpose was just just to expose us <laughs> for all of our faults? <laughs> COVID came in as like you gotta start being honest with yourself. Yeah. You know, should you be married or not? Are you cheating on your wife? And we're going to expose it in every way possible. We're going to make you stay inside <laughs> and see if you can figure this out. I'm going to get your partner sick, and then everybody's going to know you've been cheating on Dave. Yeah. COVID came through as a moral lesson. <laughs> it's like, do you stay busy to avoid your kids? That's a huge one, man. Dude, Dude. COVID is going to force people to face their realities. Imagine all these people oh. that stay so busy. Fill them their like social calendars and like, you know. They have something to do every night of the week, presumably, to to avoid their families, and now they're fucking stuck together, dude. <laughs> oh god! Uh, Imagine, right? You're in like, you do some kind of a board game night with your girlfriends, or your or yeah. or if you're a guy, you do a poker night or whatever the hell it is, and then the different another night you have happy hour with coworkers and like. You realize that it's all designed around not being home with your family. And you're just home. Sure. And you're like, well, am I going to wow. get blackout drunk in front of my kids every night to avoid them? Or am I going to deal with this? <laughs> and then they'll see the drunk that you are. And then, yeah. <laughs> um. Like what? It, don't they ask you where you've been if you test positive and shit? I mean, oh I, yeah, I, they, they're trying to track it all, all the way everywhere, which is going to be very difficult to do. But Me, so meaning, if you're it's gonna a, be hard to, if you've been like, let's say you went to a motel with your secretary, dude, then you gotta like be like, oh, they're like, do we know everything there is to know, Mister Howe? And you're like, yeah. Do we know everything there is to know? Yeah. Oh, well, the guy at Motel 6 said you were there on Thursday also. So, you know, we got to put that in our report. And you're like, you can't. My wife will find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, were you <laughs> I'm really... at... Uh, were you recently at... Um, <laughs> it's going to, like, expose everybody. <laughs> Oh, were you recently at Conquest Video. <laughs> yeah, it's like, were you? Yeah, the, I the... <laughs> was. Well, you touched all. We we found a tracer. You were touching the dildos. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. 
we have record of you <laughs> buying a flashlight and you touched other ones and you know that's a problem you're gonna spread it no i didn't no i didn't How many guys are going to get coronavirus because they bought flashlights and somebody with coronavirus had touched them? Oh, God. I, well, I hope none. I hope I hope that flashlights are, like, wrapped up. Oh, but I guess you can still touch the box, huh? You can touch the box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not pre-used or anything. <laughs> yeah, the box. You, you got to... Hey, if you're going to buy a flashlight, you got to Clorex the box. <laughs> you got to wipe down that... Bo- you got to wipe down the box. No, oh, yeah. no pun intended. There's an actual box around the fake box. You gotta wipe it down. You don't want to get coronavirus if you're horny. So, Brad, what's something else before the coronavirus? So, you know, uh, before the coronavirus, what's something that when you bought it, you you were so afraid of whatever was in there, or who else had been touching it, that you you Clorox the box before you even opened it? Before what did the- I Clorox? <laughs> Um, I uh, got a hole in one on the 18th hole at a Pirates Cove in Maine. It's mini golf course, <laughs> and I get you know it's a little prize shop. Sure. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I really want that Bart Simpson doll, and it came like in a little box. But the guy working the cash register looked a little, you know, suspect. You know, yeah, a little dirty, not very kept. He kind of slept in the trailer out back. And I'm like, I think I'm going to Clorex this box before I play, you know, take out the Bart Simpson doll. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good example, but I, I had to Clorex it, you know. I, I like that you call it a Bart Simpson doll. I like that we're like really le- leaning into the word doll around here. Yep. Instead of like stuff, st- instead of saying stuffed animal or action figure or, what, or figurine even, like I, I like a dr- like using doll to mean uh to mean things like that's kind of funny. Yeah, doll. Because people hate. I gotta it. pee again. Go ahead, give your example. People that are like, like misogynist or like people that are pretending to be masculine, they like hate to use the word doll. They say action figure, figurine, or whatever, and it's like, no, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a fucking Bart Simpson doll, dude, and. uh and it also like pisses people off when you call something they like if someone owns an action figure and you call it a doll it like offends them cuz then you're sort of like belittling them in some kind of a sexist way or something or they think you are so i will i will gladly walk into someone's home and and call their things dolls just to get a reaction out of them guys Brad just had a nice long piss I'm sorry you didn't get that audio. 